Hi everyone, welcome to the Useless Doctors Book Club. I'm Sarah. I'm Harshini. I'm Pooja. And to- on today's episode, we have a special guest, Mahima. Hi, I'm Mahima. <laughs> and on today's episode, we're reviewing a book I chose called Passion on Park Avenue by Lauren Lane. So Pooja, do you want to get into our non-spoiler summary? Yes. Okay, so Passion on Park Avenue, um, I think it's pretty obvious to everyone that this is a romance novel. It's literally called Passion on Park Avenue. Um, And a brief summary is that we're following this woman named Naomi Powell. She's this like self-made, you know, girl boss, billionaire or something living in New York City. She has like this accessory business um, and she ends up kind of moving into this apartment that she had like uh, had some kind of history with. She has some some kind of history that you don't really know at the beginning, but then throughout the book, you end up finding out more about her history with this building. Um, and, you know, she has this like really annoyingly handsome neighbor named Oliver. Um, and yeah, and it's kind of like her and Oliver's story. And then she also has these two other friends um, who kind of like float in and out of the story. Uh, and this book is a part of a series of three books. So the other two books follow the other two friends. Um, but yeah, it's like a charming little romance novel, very light, fluffy, the whole deal. Um, but yeah, I'll save more of my thoughts for the review. Um, but yeah, Harshini, what are your thoughts, or like, what is your, you know, spoiler-free review of Passion on Park Avenue? Okay, so I would rate this book two out of five stars. <laughs> um, this is my lowest rating so far. And I feel like this book for me, first of all, in general, I feel like it's hard for me to really like romance books, but especially with this book, I just didn't get into any of the characters or feel very strongly about the main couple. So if those two things aren't there, then it's definitely going to like tank the book already. Um, But yeah, I guess like, as I'll first address kind of the friendship because literally Sarah told us she was picking this book because of the friendship, which I guess like the whole, the series is called the Central Park Pact. And it's, you know, kind of based on this initial, even in the beginning of the book, it's based on this um, situation where Naomi, the main character was like sleeping with this guy, Brayden, and finds out that at basically when Brayden dies and we this happens in the beginning of the book she finds out that a he was married to this woman named Claire b he had another girlfriend Audrey (laughs) and so they all meet and then they all actually become friends because of their hate for him but I think in general with their friendship like I think it had potential but it didn't really I didn't feel the same like yay friendship vibes that we've felt in other books we've reviewed on the podcast and then yeah I I think the the friendship I mean sorry the romance and the plot I was not a fan of so in the end I would not recommend this book (laughs) Sarah do you have a different opinion the same opinion what are your thoughts okay to be honest I was gonna write this book 1.7 stars but then I felt like I feel like it's mean to like start going into the one star range so I'm also gonna rate it two stars I am really really disappointed in this book I (laughs) we just finished right now so okay I on Goodreads it has over four star review and I was it like, has a 3.75. I'm looking at it. It has around four stars. And I thought that would mean it's good. You know, it had a friendship in it. It was going to be cute. And then uh, it was a horrible book. It, I would 
100% never recommend this book. Um, I think, I mean, to be fair, by the end, I was rooting for the romance, but it took me a really long time to get there. And I feel like I was just like, okay, I just want this to be done, them to get together so I can stop reading this book. Uh, I also, yeah, the, the friends I didn't like. I feel like it's hard to not like a cute friendship group, but like I, I wouldn't want to be a part of that friendship. <laughs> I didn't really... What was the main character's name? Naomi. Naomi. I didn't like her. <laughs> uh, I feel like, I mean, she wasn't unlikable per se, but I feel like she was a little immature and it bothered me. Yeah, I don't, I, I just really don't like this book. I think the writing of it was not, I feel like it was on my level and I don't write that well. <laughs> I just, like, because all the books we've read so far, I feel like were really well written. And then I was just like, this is how a normal person writes a book, not like someone that's really good at writing. So I feel like I'm being a little too mean <laughs> this book. <laughs> I still didn't hate it, but there were problems with it in my opinion. <laughs> what about you, Pooja? Um, okay. I, I also am on the two star uh, train over here. Um, Mahima, let's see if you break it or not. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but I was on the two, I, I rated this also two stars. A lot of my issues. So like, I mentioned this in the previous podcast, but I had read Lauren Lane's newest release. And I gave that three stars. So I was like, okay, I have some kind of like, expectation that like her romance novels tend to be some sort of way like it's like borderline a little bit too dramatic for me and like the main I always had a problem with like the main female character because I just thought like she was like relatively underdeveloped and then the main male character was like had no personality like he's just like a nice guy and you're just like okay what about him there's nothing there it's just like he's like too perfect I guess like there's like nothing there um so yeah, so like that was that was kind of like my main problems. I also like my main problem with this like main female protagonist was that she was like this girl boss or whatever. And like, it felt so forced and very annoying. <laughs> like literally like the author would put in like little details about how like she has a mar like a mug that says like slay or something. And I was like, okay, like relax, um, <laughs> you know, calm down. Uh, but yeah, but like, I don't know, like I just, there were other like very specific things that I'll get into like in the spoiler section, but overall, just like, I didn't, again, like very similar to Harshie and Sarah, I didn't really like the characters. I didn't, the female friendship, I don't understand how they became friends. Like, I still don't get that. I'm like, they were literally, it said they were all wearing the same shoes or something. And it's like, that's how we became friends. And I'm like, um, great. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, Mahima, what, what about you? Okay, so it sounds like going into the one star territory is taboo, but I'm gonna <laughs> give it a one star out of five. And I feel like the okay, so the main things I'm judging it on, right? Plot, characters, and writing style. And for me, on all three fronts, I thought it did really poorly. So like plot-wise, I feel like the pacing of the novel was like not right. Like too many things happened in different sections when it should have been like kind of continuous. Cause that's why it felt like a struggle to read. Like at some points it, it was really hard. And then character wise, yeah. Like everyone else said, like I thought it was really one, don't, one note and like people weren't dynamic and yeah, it was like very shallow and people were um, focused on mainly for their beauty or like very shallow characteristics about themselves. Um, yeah, and even like they went into cliches I felt like about what it means to be wealthy, what it means to be poor um yeah which I didn't really enjoy and then writing style yeah not for me <laughs> like um yeah like the characters inner thoughts are supposed are like spoken about in, in the book but they're not reflective and they're not like really meaningful they're just like oh he's cute but is he <laughs> <laughs> and it's like yeah it just like wasn't 
wasn't deep enough. So everyone felt really one dimensional. So I wouldn't really recommend it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's fair. I, yeah, I would say so too. I think, I don't know. It's definitely one star is not off the table. I've just literally never given a book one star <laughs> before. I don't, like I've never, I don't think I've ever given a book no, no, I have given a book two stars before, but only once. So like, I, I feel like I'm normally like three stars is like, you know, I really didn't like the book that much, but I don't know. I, yeah, I don't disagree with anything you said, Mahima. So any other thoughts before we get into the spoiler section? Lots to talk about. Okay. So if despite our warnings, you <laughs> want to read this book, go ahead and pause the podcast. Um, go for it. It's not too long. You can just, I, yeah, you can read it. And otherwise we will continue and talk about all the spoilers, all the crazy things that happen in this book. So Pooja looks really annoyed <laughs> and we're yeah the rest of us are together so we we've kind of talked a little bit about certain things we try not to but Pooja we are curious for your thoughts and what you want to talk about okay so like my the biggest thing was that in the book Naomi hides the fact that she was like Oliver's father's mistress's daughter slash mistress slash housekeeper's daughter uh, and she hides it till like essentially the very end. Now, I don't, first of all, I don't understand why she didn't just like say it first. And the other thing, okay, this is, uh, we're gonna, I'm just gonna ramble. So please stop me. <laughs> but like Naomi has, is like 30 years old in this like point, right? Like, and she is talking about a grudge that she's been holding since she was like 10. So 20 years have passed in between. Now, listen. As a person who holds a lot of grudges against people, I had to like have never held a grudge this intensely in my life. Like I don't understand how you have succeeded. Be like you're like a billionaire. You are living your best life. I don't understand why you need to hold a grudge for this long against a guy who wasn't even actually responsible. Like the kid was ten years old when like this entire thing blew up with the guy, like the his dad, and like her mom and like basically his dad like kind of like in blacklisted her mom and like after you know like it was revealed that they were having an affair and that sort of thing to his wife and stuff and like the mom couldn't find work after that as a housekeeper and it was like this whole thing so Naomi kind of credits Oliver this love interest as the person who kind of like derailed her life um, but then like her life ended up being good. Like she's a self-made woman and that sort of thing, but she acts so immaturely and like she hides the fact that she's, you know, like she has this past for this building for so long. She like gets really close to him, gets really close to the dad. And it just like, seems so like, what the fuck? Like, there's no point to this. I don't understand why, number one, why you need to have this grudge. Number two, why you need to be so like, secretive about your past with him like I would assume that if the whole point of you coming to this building to like you know ruin this guy's life or whatever you would reveal to the guy that like that's is who you are but instead she hides it and then she ends up falling in love with him and then when it comes out then she's like oh you didn't tell me and she's like oh I was going to and I'm like bullshit you weren't gonna say anything we all know but anyway I just found her so annoying I was like like I I like romantic comedy just as much as the next person. Like I'm all for, you know, like give me all the cliches. I will enjoy them. However, this one was so, I don't know. I just found it so annoying. I didn't like her. Oliver was cardboard, no personality. Um, and yeah. Okay. End of rant. <laughs> I I think there are a, a ton of, flaws in this book like that just didn't make sense to me and that's a, a huge reason of why I didn't like this book like she she like the fact that Oliver can't recognize her like she lived with this man for an entire year and this dude can't I mean it's been 20 years but like how do you not recognize someone like I would recognize someone from my elementary school I mean I guess I've seen them longer than 
a year, but at the same time, I didn't live with any of them. So I feel like, what? Sarah, I doubt you would recognize someone you went to college with. What do you mean? (laughs) You would walk right by them. What are you talking about? I would. 20 years. Dude, if you saw me when I was in elementary school versus now, people have reintroduced themselves to me three times between elementary school and now because they didn't recognize me. You Have you ever seen someone with a unibrow and then they get two eyebrows? Different person. Okay. Okay. But all she had was darker hair and no glasses. Like that. She not- grew. It was, she was 10 and then she was 30. I don't know. I don't think it, I feel like I would recognize the people I went to elementary school with. Maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> but I also don't like, I don't understand what her plan was. Like, I know she wanted to move into this building to get revenge. How exactly do you get revenge just by moving in? Like, what are you going to do? Like, play loud music? Like, I don't know, like, what she was trying to do. Yeah, I feel like she was just kind of trying to like show like, hey, I made it to this building and like now. I'm yeah, but if right you now. don't even tell them who you are, yeah. like that's not gonna. No, it I was yeah. like internal satisfaction. I think she was trying to achieve. But also, it did seem like she wanted external gratification too. So <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know. The whole thing didn't make sense to me. It also, oh my god, don't even get me started about these for these three girls being friends because like. Let me tell you, if someone's crying on a bench, the last thing I'm going to do is go up to them and try and make them feel better. Because if I was crying on a bench and some random stranger came up to me, I'd be like, get the fuck away from me. But Sarah, they were wearing the same shoe. Yeah. That indicates a person. I mean, maybe if I was rich enough to own shoes like that. But like, I feel like even that, like, I feel like if you're that rich, you definitely don't want to talk to other people. That's fair. Also, if I was married to that person, they were like, oh, yeah, I had sex with your husband. I don't give a shit if you didn't know that he wasn't married. I feel like I don't want to be friends with you. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. I, I, I still don't. That's why I'm saying I don't understand how they became friends. Like, if, why would you become best friends with the other two? You found out that your husband cheated on two women, not even another, like, not even one, like, two different women. And you want to be best friends with both of them now. And then the way they act as if they have no other best friends, like they're yeah. the only best friends. I was like, yeah, because Naomi's all like, oh, like I never had like girl friends before. But like, yeah, I, I have no idea why the other two don't like, I don't know. Maybe that's why they got into the situation, too, because like they didn't have other people telling them like, hey, this guy is not good for you, which like the basically that was the justification of like, oh, yeah, let's like, you know, help each other out, make sure like we don't date douchebags, which I get. But like, I think there needed to be if honestly, like similar to other books, if like half the book was about like them, like maybe they didn't like each other in the beginning, but like some things developed and they became friends. Like, I think that would be better, but just in within like the first 10 pages or whatever, it's like they meet, they like realize who each other is. And then they're like, we're going to become friends. And they don't even know, like throughout the book, they don't know each other for that long. Like there are things they find out about each other that they have no idea, but they act like they're best friends from the beginning, which is like so unrealistic. (laughs) Like I would not do that with people who I don't really know, but yeah, honestly, friendship had many problems. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like, because I think the author was like, it, it was like, oh, like let's, like Naomi or I don't know someone was like oh let's see if this work friendship works out and then all of a sudden it was like oh the friendship worked out and I was like <laughs> that literally would be a perfect point where you can do like character development or like going through something to make you like more aligned with that friendship and be like rooting for it and then the author was just like I don't feel like putting in the work into that so I'm just gonna pretend they overcame all that and now they're besties. <laughs> Yeah, which is kind of, I don't know, because the entire series is based off of their friendship. Like, I feel like they, like the author definitely could have spent more time on it. And like, we wouldn't, I I don't think the friendship added anything either. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I feel like the, 
they were all kind of there at certain points together but like I don't it didn't really have that big of an impact on the entire book so if there was like a different storyline there that would have maybe it would have made the book more interesting especially in those dull moments where nothing was happening and they were just going back and forth and back and forth and oh my god oh my god <laughs> we whenever we were reading this book we there were many points at which we like groaned <laughs> like why yeah audible so. disappointment, <laughs> audible disappointment. yeah it was like every time. 10 minutes one of us would be like oh my god <laughs> i feel like an overarching theme was that it did it, this was not a guide for healthy friendships or healthy relationships like i feel like it was not teaching the right things <laughs> maybe well I haven't really read any romance novels so I'm curious what you guys think but like is that a theme in romance that is unhealthy yeah or that yeah I guess that they're unhealthy you know I guess I haven't either but I think there are a fair amount where it's like this is not healthy (laughs) yeah I feel like some of the other books we've read either it's like I don't know the the people are too perfect like the guys being very perfect is common theme but yeah I I don't think people work through their problems in the the books that we've read I would say in general especially like the people that they end up with by the end you're kind of like you you had some more work to do there your relationship it's not gonna make it I don't think because they literally said I love you and they had known each other for what I I mean I I don't know the timeline of the book. I wasn't really reading the dates too closely, but oh, yeah. it had not been very long. No, no. really not spent months. Long. It was literally like two months. And and that two months was like a huge break, right? In between when Yeah, yeah. Like it it like it it was just so it was the time the pacing is like really poor. I would say in most romance novels. Like the only like I it's not like I read a lot of romance per se but I have read like my fair share of like romantic comedy books and like the the pacing is always so off it's like they go from like hating each other to liking each other in the span of like two days and then afterwards they're like I loved you this entire time and I'm like (laughs) where am I like where are you I don't understand what's happening And like this one romance novel that I read, like I gave it one star literally because it was like, they just hated each other so much and they were so annoying to each other. And then like, it was literally a matter of like one week, they just like have like one nice experience and they go straight to liking each other, like not even like friends in between. And I was like, this is so like, I know that romantic comedies, like they're not supposed to be realistic. Like the whole purpose of it is to like, make up this shit and like make this like universe whatever where like random cliche shit happens and like you know whatever it's just to like move the story forward but there is some degree of like realness that needs to be there like people don't act in this way so like let's not make them act in this way but I don't know I think like with this one in particular like the main two characters definitely like I don't know the this like insta attraction or whatever I don't understand like that doesn't happen so why do we need to like force it to happen in this book like also I just thought like the guy was a little bit too sexual like mm-hmm. he was there was this one scene that I remember he was describing her wearing like pants just like normal pants and like it was too like too descriptive <laughs> <laughs> I was uncomfortable. I was like, oh, no, thank you. I'm good. Yeah, no, let's let's not do that. Thanks. Yeah, yeah I, I literally don't understand. I was trying to think by the end of the book, like, why do they like each other? I feel like they were just attracted to each other. Like, I cannot. I think the, maybe the one thing you could say is like, basically, by, you know, towards the middle of the book, like, um, once uh, Naomi finds out more about like Walter, who's um Oliver's dad who was like the guy who like messed up her whole mom's life and everything but then now he has Alzheimer's right um so he's like basically not you know he like always forgets things needs people to take care of him so like Naomi helps out with that and I I guess like Oliver was like oh she's helping out with my dad she spends more time with his dad than him (laughs) 
That's true. a great point. <laughs> That's <actually> very true. <laughs> so true. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like, I don't know. It's it, I, that definitely like, I feel like he was already just like attracted to her. And that's the only reason. I'm just like, can you give me something else? Like one more thing to like make me root for them other than it's like, okay, yeah, like she's so cute. And then they, you know, they like just get over the whole issue of, um, you know, Naomi being like, yeah, I, I, you know, can't get over this grudge thing that Pooja was talking about before, which again, I also have no idea why she waited that long. We were trying to predict like how long it would take for Naomi to tell or like Oliver to figure out at least that um, Naomi was like the girl from his childhood, but it literally, I was at 88%. I'm like, it still hasn't happened. <laughs> it was like happened at like 90% or something like that. And I was like, wow, they, they really stretch or the author really stretched this book on forever. See, <laughs> <laughs> so, so none of you guys were rooting for them to get together. I guess you were by the end, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, it wasn't like I'm obsessed with this relationship, but it was like, all right, you guys like each other. Just move on with it. <laughs> I was personally more in favor of when Naomi said like, oh, I wish I took a year off of dating after Brayden passed away. Like, yes, queen, do it. Like, why aren't you doing it? Wait, I thought that was Claire. Like, Claire said it in. Oh. Naomi was like, yeah, maybe I should have done that too. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, stop. <laughs> stop pursuing this. Yeah, kind of going off of that point, I thought that the fact that like all three of them had like, a relatively intense relationship with him but none of them like literally it was like two months and they're over it like it, it just it seemed okay, like I, I, okay. When, really... I, I don't know one other thing that bothered me was that she literally knew this dude for three months and she i feel like three months is not that long that's what i'm saying yeah they didn't like they didn't they, they they got over the guy who died so fast. No, no, no. I think she honestly at the beginning I was like I think she's like making this like I mean I guess seeing the guy that like the guy that you're seeing die is like intense. But I feel like she only she only hooked up with him, so it wasn't like she was hanging out with him that much, especially because he said he was on business trips. So I feel like she barely even knew the dude. Yeah, but still, like, if the guy dies, you know. Yeah, but so they were just he died. <laughs> Oh my god! Watch out, boy! <laughs> I really care. All I'm saying is, I feel like if you're just looking up with someone, you like don't have that much of a connection with them. Like she literally said, like she doesn't have a connection. She didn't used to have a connection with the guy she dated. She was just like, this is for fun, and then she was all like super heartbroken (laughs) she was barely I felt like at least Audrey I guess Audrey had like an actual relationship with him and she legit was like acts as if you couldn't even tell that she she dated anyone like she was full-on like I don't give a shit whatever Claire seemed like you know like her part obviously she was married to the guy so like she was like a little bit more hesitant and like you know taking a year off and all this sort of stuff but even she sometimes I was like like by the end of the book, which technically was, I don't know, maybe like four months after he died then, like she's like moved on. Yeah, I'm ready to date some other guy, whatever the fuck. And I'm like, damn, I don't <laughs> I don't know. Not that I was expecting it to be like very emotional because it's like a romantic comedy. Like it's not supposed to be, but. Is it comedy? Um, I didn't think that book all right maybe it wasn't a comedy maybe it was, I think it was supposed to be a comedy though and it was oh, I thought it I thought it was supposed to be more like like romance but like I I expected more like intense like I don't know when I heard the title passion on park Avenue, you expected I was, sex like, didn't you yeah like throughout the book but they Fun. actually it wasn't there which I was like good because that's gonna like not add any value to it but not that anything that was in the book (laughs) (laughs) okay listen when you were roasting the book in the beginning I was like damn okay I just said I 
usually I'm indifferent or I really like a book. I never like, like legit been like annoyed that I had to read a book until this book. <laughs> yeah, and this was hard because I had to read it after <laughs> they had started it. And they were like, this is a horrible book. <laughs> I'm like, okay, page one. <laughs> I'm so surprised. Mahima was so dedicated. She read the whole book. I know. If I didn't have to read this book for this podcast, I would 100% not read it after like the first honestly the first page no legit like I like I was telling myself like I would have dnf this or like you know stopped reading halfway through or like even before that probably because I was like as soon as they became friends after they all had the same shoes I was like (laughs) not I do not like this book whatever oh my god no Uh, yeah I feel like sorry did I was gonna say that I really didn't like the mug thing like the thing was like we have we drink wine out of mugs we're so quirky wow (laughs) we drank wine out of mugs because we didn't have wine (laughs) (laughs) that's literally just the dumbest yeah I also did not like yeah no there was like so many like weird things like that with like the mug thing and then there was like I don't know there was something about her there were so many like girl boss things that I also I mentioned this earlier but like there all the girl boss things I was just so annoyed by I was like girl why boss? like she girl boss too close to the side yes huh girl boss too close to the sun yeah. you know what that means what does that mean we couldn't figure out yeah we don't know okay oh. because I I said, okay, because my brother said that I girl boss too close to the sun. And to me, it sounds like negative. And apparently yes, it is good thing. No, no, no. Girl boss too close to the sun is negative. It's like you girl, like, it's like if you, if someone says like you girl boss too close to the sun, it's like you're, it's kind of like you're like fake girl boss, you know, like you're, you're trying too hard basically yeah okay I think I see that's what I took it as and then we googled it and it was like you're doing great you're girl bossing I was like no okay so there's like there's two connotations like the term girl boss there's like two connotations one is that like the positive one so if you you guys know Rachel Hollis she's she girl boss too close to the sun (laughs) like she was just like <laughs> literally like they made the term girl boss for this woman and like she like wrote a bunch of self-help books and like she's that type of person and like you know and people like then she was like super famous and everything like super relatable girl boss or whatever the fuck and then like she started like saying like very like like controversial things and like she made the statement about how like she like she's too rich so she needs to hire someone to clean her toilets or something but then she waited that she the way that she said it was like super condescending and she's like generally yeah but then she is like the phrase like girl boss too close to the sun is like she is like a prime example of someone who got like super fake like super you know girl bossy or whatever and then like it like imploded her own career basically like her whole brand was like tanked after that because it's like she built their whole brand about being like this like self-made woman who's like super cool and relatable and she like she was convincing everyone that they could become a girl boss too and then she was like super eventually it was released that she was like super condescending super rude like thought too highly of herself and like girl boss too close to the sun basically but wow. this woman Naomi in this book is like I don't know like she's so I don't know I just find her so annoying like I would not want to be yeah, friends with I feel her. like she was like trying too hard yes I don't, like to, trying too hard to be a girl boss I feel like I don't know I feel like it, it just felt weird it was like she was doing all the stereotypes and it was like you can't girl boss and still have friends. You can't girl boss and still have a life outside of work. Like, yes, it was too many stereotypes for me and it pissed me off. Honestly, though, I kind of felt like, I mean, I, again, this is, I guess, part of the genre, but it's like, it was too perfect. You know, like she like made it up. Like she was like, oh, like my you know, childhood was so bad. Once, especially once, um, like, you know, Walter was like, 
bad mouthing her mom so she didn't have a home blah 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 and then she like all of a sudden is so successful which like yes it's been years but like also I don't I don't know I think she kind of had too much time on her hands if you're running like a super successful company like you don't have that much time girl (laughs) you don't have that much time to like go watch like this other like guy's literally the guy that you if you had so many negative feelings towards Oliver still like I don't understand how you could be so like okay let me like oh yeah Walter is so kind now like yes he's different now but I don't know like the whole even them becoming like closer ish was like I don't know I don't buy it but in general her she had too much time (laughs) she she I don't know. I don't know what she's doing with her company, but it does not seem like it's that successful. <laughs> also, she has okay, okay. We we need to get into the TV show thing and the mm. what is oh, what is yeah. it? Dylan. Dylan. Dylan Day, who's like this producer guy who's yeah. like basically trying to flirt with her, also trying to get her to get this TV show about her life, which okay, like. Again, doesn't seem like she's that cool, but whatever. Oh my <laughs> god, you're really hating on her. Why are you hating? Well, okay, the thing is, given her background, you would expect more sympathy for her. But I feel like neither of us are very sympathetic towards her. I guess it's because it like it just happened so like I don't know if you see part of that struggle like more played out or something or like. I don't know it seems like oh like I'm just like moving into this new office like she's already like super successful so like if you just see that side of her and just hear her reflect on her childhood like I I don't even like relate to that or like I don't know I guess sympathize with that because like we didn't really get to see how difficult her journey was or anything like that so I don't know it's like it's like she's just a character she's not like someone I think I could like you know think of as a real person at all Mm. but yeah back to the t oh my god I I don't know why (laughs) this guy was trying to make a tv show about her I don't know but (laughs) that was a whole storyline and he was also like trying to flirt with her trying to pretty much like like he didn't seem like he like liked her at all for her it was more like he was just attracted to her and wanted to hook up with her which honestly was the same thing that Oliver seemed to want to do I don't know like they they seemed pretty similar in that sense but yeah what what were your guys thoughts on this Dylan guy and that whole like even that whole like plot line so I was confused why she didn't want him to know about the Park Avenue thing like I I think maybe it's like she didn't want people to like find out about her mom's reputation I guess that makes sense okay yeah I I also was taking it more so like honestly she did not want Oliver and Walter to find out that way I don't know that's what where my mind went first which honestly is so dumb like because by that time by the time this whole tv show is made or like I guess it I guess it could come out in the process of making the TV show because yeah I was thinking okay if Dylan knew about all of this or like you know the TV show knew about this they would want to go interview Oliver and stuff and like Oliver doesn't actually know that's her so that's what I was thinking but I was also like girl tell him already (laughs) so yeah Yeah, I thought, like, Dylan, it was so funny that, like, her friends first gave this whole warning, like, dude, he's just like Brayden, like, you're falling into the trap or whatever the fuck, and she was like, no, no, he's different, blah, 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 whatever, and, like, initially, she, like, kind of wanted to make Oliver jealous by, like, meeting with this dude, but my other point is, like, listen, if she's so successful, and, like, she's, like, this, like, billionaire businesswoman, she has terrible judgment of character like what the hell (laughs) like I don't understand why she like trusted this dude so easily again like after like people warned her that like he was not a good guy and everything and like she like had some sort of feelings but she didn't like recognize that she had these feelings about this dude I was like I don't know like he just yeah he was just like so cartoonish also like he was like a cartoon evil guy like there was no nuance there, nothing. But I was also like, well, what is my expectation? Not very high. It's a romance book. 
I thought it was really funny when there was like the line at the end of one of the chapters where it was like, now she has a new villain. I <laughs> and know. It was Oliver and now it's Dylan. And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I groaned. And then one's like, I heard them. I was like, you're at that bar. <laughs> Still, but he thought, I don't understand why you continued. <laughs> Like I pushed through for this podcast. It's committed <laughs> for the friendship, for the romance. <laughs> also, there was like that text exchange that was like so random. Like you don't have any text exchange in this entire book, and then a hundred pages in, you're like, I'm gonna bring this new like type of style, <laughs> and only use it then. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, I don't forgot. know what the purpose was. Wait, um, what was the text exchange? I forgot. I don't know what. He was like was. showing them her outfit for her right. date. Oh, dude, that was so crazy. And it was literally like you could have just wrote that in the text. You don't need this text exchange. Like it's not important for the, the meaning of this at all. Honestly, you didn't even need it. I mean, I liked it personally because it took up more space on the page. <laughs> so there were like less room for words and there was this image there of this text exchange so I welcomed it with open arms I wish there was more of that actually <laughs> I wish the whole book was just text exchange <laughs> oh my god that would be that would have been actually no I would have cringed too hard honestly oh my god I've I've read this like book series or something I forget what it uh I forget what it was called but like maybe one of them was like TTYL or something wait I like, remember that <laughs> Oh, is that what it's called? And then it's literally all I am's. Like the book is. Yeah, all I, I in definitely in I read that book. Actually, I'm not sure if it's the click now. Okay, <laughs> yeah, because honestly, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. It might be a similar concept, but I feel like yeah, because these I remember they were like abbreviations. Um, or yeah, like the I always had to like look up what the abbreviations <laughs> were. I still have to do that. <laughs> yeah, some of them are, you know, we're not too hip. Apparently, Booja's the most hip because she knew she knew about the girl boss. Okay, I knew what it was, but I didn't understand the meaning. <laughs> um. Oh my god! No, I thought that the text message was to like give you more content of the three friends. Mm-hmm. Just to I like, mean, fine, but if you're gonna do it, do it throughout the book. Like, don't do it once. It, it was so random. Like, I don't understand. Like, yeah, you would have thought that they texted. Like, this is the first time they were texting. Like, <laughs> not that it seems like. I don't know. I wish. I feel like. Okay, question. I'm gonna pose this question to you guys. Do you think like if the book was like mostly about the friends, and then the romance was like. It was like maybe let's say like 70% friend and 30% romance. Would you have liked it more? Yes or no? I think it depends on how well the author develops this friendship. Imagine right the now, same I got... author. Like same same. No, thing. because there's no personality in this friendship. I mean, yes, Claire is like, I guess the more reserved one or something, but like I their personalities did not come through. So I would not want to read a book with 70% of that friendship if you're not gonna put effort into their personalities yeah I think I feel similarly like do I want to read more of like oh my god we like we all like brunch like (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that that's not appealing to me no like we all love charcuterie and Don carry on or whatever it's called. <laughs> they mention it so often. I was like, damn. It's like like we have wealth. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah, the name dropping of like the shoes and stuff. Like maybe so that nice. adds to the book, but it was like, I don't know any of these brands. <laughs> and to be honest, I really don't give a shit. Okay, yeah. compare that to how we just watched the Devil Wears Prada, but I think the name dropping adds to that movie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so there's the like context. a well. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you can't, like, I feel like in this book, it was meant to be, like, showy, like, oh, my God, I'm so rich, I afford these shoes. But in, like, The Devil Wears Prada, it was, like, this is high fashion. Mm-hmm. The whole movie is about, like, the industry, though. Like, that, <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> like, adds to the story. In this case, it was just, like, I don't know, all these people are, like, wealthier than God. And like legit, the woman has this apartment and a different apartment. Like she has two apartments in New York City. I was like, why? <laughs> For what purpose? Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Literally revenge. Oh, yeah. 
and she doesn't she doesn't know how to cook pasta properly oh, oh that was another thing that bothered me bro that's the easy i like it how do you it how do you mess that up yeah how, how? <laughs> oh like we haven't made pasta on our little trip but you know i'm sure it would be amazing like i just uh, like i mean maybe if you add like too much salt or something but it's really hard to mess up pasta oh they did say didn't i don't know maybe i made this up but like didn't they yeah, say something said, like she, they put like a handful of salt into the pasta instead right. of like a normal no no, no it's just because her mom always only added a little and she was like i'm gonna add how much i've seen on cooking shows mm-hmm. oh okay i don't know how much that was but like yeah, I, yeah still i feel like if you cover it in marinara sauce you probably still taste fine <laughs> Yeah, they're like, no, we're we're just not gonna eat this pasta that we just made. We're just gonna have like ice cream or something. I mean, Ugh. fair. But- okay. <laughs> there, there's this one plot hole that I I don't know if I missed this or they didn't actually address it, but like her last name changes from Naomi Fields to Naomi Powell's. Mm-hmm. Why? Did know. they ever mention why? Oh, great point. They didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was yeah because I remember I was like how did he not recognize her and then Mahima was like oh she changed her name I was like but why yeah yeah <laughs> I mean I maybe she wants to like people Leave not to find her past or something but like yeah. I don't know yeah it was just glossed over mm. very unclear this book yeah um another question I had was okay towards the end of the book when a bunch of like random shit happens there was this like just one scene where you just like it's like Oliver comes in he can't see Naomi or Walter like his dad Mm -hmm. and then he finds her on the floor with blood I was like bro what happened here like what I enjoyed that twist (laughs) I know I feel like I feel like at least to get through like the last part of the book you're like okay what happened here but then literally like she got like Walter like hit her or something and then she got but then everything after that it's like they got together blah 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 Mm -hmm. but like nothing nothing actually nothing of substance really happened but like at least it was like whoa like <laughs> we didn't expect this one thing to happen at least it was something interesting but yeah that was uh that was something I forgot that that happened but I remember it being like a solid twist like I was like wow I am suddenly re-engaged in the story now but then I realized it happened like I literally at the 90% mark or something like I'm so like towards the end but yeah I don't know I just it's so dramatic I hate like to over the top drama like I can't unless there's specific context in which I enjoy over the top drama like if I like the characters and I feel like it's like Re, like it makes sense for the character to act in a certain way and be over dramatic that's fine in this case I was just like like in dial a frog <laughs> yes Mima, <laughs> you have to read that book and listen to that podcast first episode it's it's the best one Wait, Mahima, I don't even know what kind of books you do enjoy though um shoot that's <laughs> you like pachinko uh I'm still working through it but I really like what I've read so far or like I really like that writing style yeah it's very beautiful writing style I agree I think you guys should reach Pachinko it's a very it takes place in uh Japan but it's about a Korean family in Japan it's good I feel like you read a lot of nonfiction and like memoir oh yes but I'm I'm trying to explore beyond that Oh, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> welcome. We not read nonfiction. <laughs> we exclusively read fiction. Yeah, we just we just want the fun. I mean, like, yeah, it definitely could be a nonfiction as well. But I don't know. We haven't we haven't dabbled. Maybe maybe later on. <laughs> maybe at some point. I don't know. I tend to gravitate towards fiction rather than nonfiction. I'm like, I don't want to learn. I just want to, I just want to read about passion on Park Avenue. Oh yeah. Who wouldn't want to? Everyone. Everyone. (laughs) It's a little hard. Uh, You know, okay. You know, one thing I didn't like, I was thinking that this book would really like dwell into like 
New York, like you would get the New York vibes or something, or you would like at least like the buildings and this and that. These people never left their apartment. <laughs> like every, there was like only a mention of Central Park, and like that was it. Like literally everything took place within like within the apartment. Like they didn't go out anywhere. They just went from one apartment to a different apartment to a different apartment. And there was like a couple of scenes where they were in Central Park, and that was it. I mean, they did mention the neighborhoods. Which like which ones were the rich ones and stuff, <laughs> which I I didn't know anything about, but I was like I'll take your word for it. <laughs> like you know you didn't get like the vibes. They didn't. They just like walk outside. Like that never happened. I was disappointed. It didn't give me the New York vibes. I guess they talked about Park Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they lived. Yeah. Did you guys find any other <laughs> redeeming or, or anything anything you liked at all in the book? Challenge. <laughs> Challenge. <laughs> all right, you gotta give me like five minutes to think. Hold on. <laughs> this is making me rethink my two stars. <laughs> yeah, honestly, come to my side. <laughs> Should we move ourselves? God, yeah, I don't know. I really, yeah, I did not expect. The thing is, like, I feel like there were a lot of things that annoyed me, a lot of things I didn't like, but nothing, like, I super duper hated. Like, I wasn't like, I really, really hate this, but maybe I just didn't have strong opinions on, like, the things that were covered because it wasn't the best writing and stuff so I don't know maybe it was related to that but no yeah I can't think of much that I like really liked about this book so maybe I'll go to one star I just feel so mean to give a book one star you know I think you said some kind of mean <laughs> I think you're already in the territory yeah I think okay, I, fine. I give this book one star wow <gasps> uh damn let the record show we shook hands (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think I would also knock down my rating as well just because I'm like there was nothing like I don't know I actually know like I, I I'll gonna I'm gonna stay with two stars just because I didn't like viscerally hate this book you know like I didn't like really despise it I just thought it wasn't good I was just like this isn't good I wasn't like actively hating this book but like I guess if I was actively hating it I wouldn't even have read it but (laughs) I don't think you have a choice when it comes to the podcast (laughs) so like that's what I'm saying like I even like by the end of it I didn't actively hate this book I was like the book didn't intend to take itself very seriously also like Yes, there were some overdramatic parts, whatever, but it's like very soap opera-esque. Like that's the whole, a lot of the genre tends to fall in that category anyway. So I'm just like, okay, well, the book didn't take itself very seriously. I'm not supposed to take this very seriously. It wasn't very good, but it wasn't like the worst thing I ever read. So I was like, okay. I didn't hate it that much. So I was like, two stars, all right, fine. Yeah, I'm struggling because honestly, I've never like, actually reacted that way to so many parts of a book where I actually like I think even if I was sitting by myself like I would have made those reactions of like really not liking certain parts or like getting annoyed by certain parts because I but I also do think I didn't really like actively hate it again I feel like it's the genre like you were kind of saying you know I got really heated (laughs) on one of our past podcasts because I was just really annoyed by the ending of the book because it was like a mystery as thriller book and I was like this was such a bad way to end it and I felt very strongly and I didn't feel like that strong hate against this book but I still I still like really didn't like some parts so I don't know maybe I'll just stick to two stars because I I don't even give five stars so at least I'll at least I'll average out a little higher okay what irritates me and obviously I'm sticking with one star (laughs) but what irritates me is like after having read something I want to learn a little bit or like feel a little bit or 
take something away. <laughs> and I feel like I, maybe I felt a lot, which was hate, like <laughs> frustration, <laughs> but like, I didn't learn anything. I didn't take anything away. That's like not fun. I feel like, for example, we were talking about Pachinko. Like I'm learning about how someone else like lives their life in like a different country, all that sort of stuff, different customs and whatnot. Here, I'm not learning anything. I guess the custom is brunch, <laughs> mimosas. Like I don't know. That's true. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think like the best books that I've read, at least like if you don't learn anything like explicitly, you they definitely make you like reflect upon something, or they make you think differently about yourself, even, or they make you reconsider things, or like events in your life, or people in your life, or whatever. Like I feel like through the best books are supposed to do that right like books that are well written are supposed to make you feel some sort of way or like make you introspect or something like that but this one was just kind of like all right but I also think that it's like it's the genre like this particular type of book its goal is never to make you do it doesn't it's not supposed to make you do that it's supposed to make you just entertain you very briefly. It's equivalent to like watching like a cinema, like a really intense film or like a really well-made movie and then watching like Seinfeld or like Friends, right? Like the point of those shows are literally you watch it and then it leaves your brain and then you're like, you watch, you know, it's like whatever. But then like these sort of books, like the cinemas or whatever like films yeah, i call it cinema <laughs> the one you guys went to the duck like the <laughs> whatever yeah. the documentary at the st louis international film festival exactly you went to a literal film festival things like that are supposed to, like those type of films or whatever are supposed to make you like reflect or learn or think about something differently or like change your perspective on something these type of things not necessarily and i don't think these type of things can't make you do like you can't that doesn't mean to say that these are less than those, right? They're just for a different purpose. They have different, you know, purposes in the grand scheme or like the landscape of books. Does that make sense? Did I just ramble? I don't know. That no, I think that makes sense. It's like, maybe it comes down to preference. Like my preference is to learn something. <laughs> Whereas yeah. other people might prefer more pure entertainment. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think that makes sense. Like everyone has their own specific, like, you know, things that they gravitate towards and that's fine. I will say I'm offended that you kind of compared this book to friends, but <laughs> I, I will say that I, I like, I definitely get your point. I think even in terms of like that entertainment, it didn't do a good job of it. I think that's why we're all definitely mm. like super low ratings because I don't know, I would compare this more to like a Hallmark Christmas movie. And mm. I'm not going to lie, guys, like a lot of times I'm sitting there watching that with you guys. Like I, I can't, but I'll watch it with you guys. But, you know, I'm really, you should know how much I care about you to sit and watch this like dumb movie. But I feel like it's kind of like that where, you know, some of them can be like very entertaining, even like, you know, they're still like kind of pointless, but like some of them do a better job than others. And so in that way, I don't think this book did a great job. I think, I think your comparison to Hallmark Christmas movies is actually spot on. Like I agree, but I think like, yeah, like I definitely think that Hallmark Christmas movies again like they are pointless right but the thing is you're just watching it for the vibe this is mindless entertainment like it's not supposed to make you do anything other than just like be like oh they're so cute together like some shit that's all you're supposed to do like that's the entire purpose of the film so it's just like okay this book was supposed to do that it didn't really do that this is a this is a not it's not, I don't even say not good. They're all not good. Like all awesome Christmas movies are not good. It's not entertaining Hallmark Christmas movies. I think it's- like But also I feel like with that, like you you know, going into it that, it, you know, it's shit. But yeah. with this one, I was like, you know what? Based on Goodreads, it's probably not going to be horrible. And then it was, so. <laughs> the expectation is set for Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah. Hmm. Any other thoughts to get off our chest 
complaining ranting to do mainly it sounds like <laughs> tried to fish for some nuggets but there were none <laughs> valiant effort there thank you <laughs> thank you all right well cool so that was our episode on passion on park avenue what are we reading next week Pooja? Um, we, so in the spirit of trying to find books about friends, um, I decided to choose this book. I thought you said this would work by Anne Wirtz Garvin. Um, I don't really know what it's about, but I do know that there are three friends in the book. Um, and two of them go, there's like a road trip involved. Uh, and those two friends, I think like at the beginning, they're not friends anymore, but then they like through this road trip, they become friends. I don't really know. I haven't read the description as prop- like very properly, but I know that there are three friends in the book. So I was like, it's a book about friendship. Hopefully it goes better than this week. <laughs> um, you know what? The bar is low, so. <laughs> that doesn't help me. <laughs> but still, no, the honestly, bar is too I- low, okay? <laughs> No, I feel like it really affects like your like thoughts on the next book that you read based on like what you previously read. Like if you just read an amazing book, even if a book is pretty good, you might like actually rate it three stars instead of four stars or something because you're like your expectations are different. But yeah, maybe we'll we'll actually get to a five star book, Pooja, just because this one we we're at one and two <laughs> if it doesn't happen next time it'll happen eventually that's my goal like <laughs> and every episode of this podcast i'm hoping everyone will get a five star all right well thanks for listening everyone we'll catch you next week bye Goodbye. bye, bye.